Ohio Shorts. I'm Chris. I got Craig with me. Craig, you're younger than I am. Were you around? Were you a Craig when the USFL first came out? <laughs> um, first came out? Uh, no. Yeah, it was um, 83. You're, you're younger. I'm 84. Um, so, yeah, okay. it was a little, little bit before my time. Okay. And to be honest with you, I don't really remember it um, a whole lot. Obviously, I think the biggest thing I remember is Jim Kelly uh, in the whole uh, sort of holding the NFL hostage and, you know, playing for the Houston Gamblers. But that was after the USFL was not not existent anymore. And, you know, Jim Kelly was, you know, knee deep in Super Bowl appearances with the uh, the Buffalo Bills. So, yeah, my I, I have certainly knowledge of the USFL because of, you know, being a football fan and, you know, wanting to know the game's history. And, you know, it's interesting that it's coming out again. You know, I, I mean, there is some nostalgia there knowing that the Houston Gamblers are a team that are, you know, going to be around again. So it's kind of a fun callback to the history of the game. Yeah. And, you know, for you youngins like Craig out there, um, ESPN 30 for 30. Um, Craig and I are proud subscribers of the ESPN Plus brand. We can. Man, which this is a sponsorship. Maybe ESPN Plus will sponsor us. Uh, but yeah, you can check all the 30 for 30 films on ESPN Plus. Uh, they got a good one out there called Who Killed the USFL? Mm. And they kind of talked about the history, tried to get some answers from Donald Trump, and he was interested in talking USFL, but that was interesting. Uh, but yeah, I, USFL was fun to watch. It was kind of crazy, Craig. I mean, Jim Kelly, he was a first-round draft pick of the yeah. Bills. He didn't go to the Bills. I mean, could you imagine, you know, think uh, NFL, like Trevor Lawrence. Let's say he didn't go to Jacksonville. He ended up going to a USFL or whatever. It's yeah. kind of strange. Um, yeah, so there was guys that were actually good to watch. Now, uh, this link that I sent you, Craig, I, I think there's a lot of, I hate to say it, but it almost sounds like empty promises. They're like, I mean, there's some coaches you've heard of, like Todd Haley from the Steelers and Cardinals is going to coach a team. Um, there was one guy who was quoted saying, there'll be five or six guys you instantly recognize. Well, Craig, what does that mean? We all love our NFL. I mean, <laughs> instantly recognize could be the third-string quarterback for the Vikings. I mean, you know, right. I, I don't think we're thinking Aaron Rodgers is going to be playing. No, I mean, you know, it, it, this is – Look, I mean, I think football is is king, and and whether it's college or pro, people just like watching football. And and obviously, being in the in the spring, there's no football. You're competing against baseball, hockey, and, and basketball. And I think that you know people. I don't know. I think the the popularity of of the AAC from last or two years ago, I guess now, and the XFL probably you know were good enough to say, okay, let's re let's do this with the USFL. I know the XFL might come back again. Um, but, you know, I think people still like football, whether it's minor league football, like essentially this is, or it's the NFL or college. It, it's just a chance to watch extra football. I mean, I used to like watching the arena football league back when it was a real national brand and had a, a really nice national TV contract. And I think that's the biggest thing is, and especially, the reason why these are are available now is because you can get national partners like NBC and Fox are going to be national partners with the USFL. You're going to have games on Peacock. You're going to have games on NBC. You know, the streaming has really helped 
have allow these leagues to exist because you're you're not maybe having to pay as much as a, as an organization like NBC Universal or Fox because you know you can have it on streaming but you can also have a national televised game just in case the product is popular and people like it so then you can say okay yeah we're going to really dip in now and start having all, all of those games as whatever games we want on NBC or on Fox you know i think there's there's a market there we'll see how it does obviously covid kind of derailed the aac and the xfl we'll see if it's a problem for the usfl they clearly don't believe it's going to be a problem otherwise they wouldn't have come out right now and say we're going to have a spring season so we'll see what happens i'm kind of color me intrigued um you know it'll be fun to see more football i guess you could say in, in a non-traditional football time well, and they're saying, I think they're actually going to let players come out a little bit earlier from college. So technically, you could leave college earlier and join the USFL. So I don't think they're going to get in huge bingo wars for some of these guys. But I think they're saying, hey, you know, why don't you come give us a try? Um, I don't know. Here's my bottom line. Okay, you can have as many football leagues as you want. You know, it's, it, it's a freedom of a country. You can't, you know, ban them or whatever. But the NFL... Step in. All the NFL has to do is create a minor league. Get this, Craig. You can have it in all 32 NFL cities. Um, you could charge like 10, 15 bucks per ticket. In essence, it becomes, again, a minor league. And you might say, well, this sucks. It's going to be like third, fourth, third and fourth quarter preseason action or the overtime of that Lions Sewers game we talked about. <laughs> and yeah, it's not, I mean, you're not going to send Aaron Rodgers to play in these games. Yeah. But think of it. It's April. You know what I mean? If you're not into baseball, what else you got? And, you know, if you could watch, maybe have like a six-game season, um, you know, I'd watch. And, and Brandon the Steelers, you don't need to Brandon the Pittsburgh Mollies, have like a minor league NFL, put the games in the Heinz Field, make it cheaper so more people can go watch the games. And, and think about this way, too. If you get drafted by one of these teams, okay, have the league start after the draft. You can put some of these drafted players in to check them out. And you can check them out right away. You're not waiting yeah. until August. I mean, I, I think it's got some merit. And, you know, the NFL makes enough money. And the NFL's probably like, oh, we need to take a break sometime. But, man, the NFL would dominate the news cycle everywhere. I mean, oh, it would yeah. be fantastic. I think the biggest concern, though, is injuries. Like, let's say you get your number 10 overall pick and you want to right. have him play in the spring, and then he tears his ACL, and then it's like you've wasted him on game action that really didn't matter. So I, I like your idea. I've always liked the idea of a minor league system for the NFL. It may not be as, as easily done as it is in the other sports leagues where you have that system, feeder, that feeder system. But, you know... I, I almost think it'd be better just to have one sports league or, you know, one NFL or not NFL, but one USFL, no USFL, spring league, XFL, right. AAC, just have one. And then maybe you can have more teams. Everybody can pool their money together. And then maybe you're going to get that interest level up to where you can have 16 to 24 teams. And then maybe you can expand if the popularity grows. That'd be nice. I wouldn't be opposed to that. Yeah, I would say if you had that minor league in the spring, 
I mean, like for the Steelers, you're going to see maybe Dwayne Haskins play, and that's it. Right. You're not. You're not going to be. Maybe you have your first round pick go out and play a series or whatever, but you're not. You're right. It's the threat of injury. You're. I mean, it's going to look like the starters at a preseason game. You know, yeah. these young bucks aren't going to be playing that much. All right. Well, thanks for checking us out. Um, lots of ways to help out the show. Have a great day, everybody. All right, this is two quick quickies, and we'll see you, Joe. All right. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast, based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer. You know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was look, looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high-impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.